Where the Whiteboards Are, a podcast by educators about all things education. Who's introing? I don't have to. I did the last one. No, oh, that you was you. Were you touching your notes? Are we all touching your notes? Oh, 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 this is cool now. <laughs> Guys, I've been doing it double-handed so many <laughs> so long. Mm, you're going to be in the elementary world. That's going to pick in your nose. Oh, yeah, lots like, of booger well, time. I'm going to be in all the worlds, not just elementary. Well, I understand, but. Just know that but when's yeah, the last child... time you saw a kid eat their boogers? It's been a while. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Mm, that's hard. Ooh. I can't. That's <laughs> tough. A, kill, a kid pulled his freaking tooth out on me. <gasps> this, yeah. No. Did he try to like give it to you? I like, him a what? psychopath. <laughs> like, is this a middle schooler? Like, oh, yeah, sixth what? grade. Yeah, sixth grade. And he just like yoinked it out. Well, he, he, he was talking about it. Well, really, I was talking about like, man, I hate teeth things. And he was like, I have a loose tooth. And I'm like, don't show me. And then like, as we're making eye contact, he reaches into his mouth and pulls. And I'm oh, like, oh. it's just like I, I like immediately just like turn the other way and start yelling at him. But I'm actually yelling at the wall opposite him. <laughs> when we make that episode or that scene in our movie. Yeah. Like the tooth is going to come out and there's going to be that string. Ew, like, gross, 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 yeah. gross. Yeah. You're making my feet hurt. <laughs> Your feet? Yeah. I, when I hear gross things, it makes me nerves in my feet like tense, and, and it hurts like, my feet. Your toes crawl. Yeah, my this, toes this crawl. Like my feet yeah, like, like. Mr. Schratz, look, and then there's a tooth in his oh, hand. God, I still think disgusting. the grossest thing is that kid that had a tick on him, and didn't his didn't like either they ask you to get it or his buddy was trying to get it like in the middle of your class. Oh. Yeah, that did also happen. What? That's like real gross to me. Yeah, the kid was like, like, like Mr. Trance, like, you know, my, my buddy over here told me that I have a tick on me or whatever. And I was like, what? And then he like pulled the collar of his shirt, like maybe an inch down, you know, and like, sure enough, like, and it was irritating. He had clearly been like scratching yeah, at yeah. it or somebody had been picking at it or whatever. And there was, there was a tick. And I was like, oh yeah, there's a tick. And he's like, will you get it? And I'm like, what? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Did you that send him to the yeah. nurse? Right. No, I mean, yeah. I am not going to touch you. <laughs> right. Well, I, okay. So I just I had a pair of tweezers right there. So I did just like the take nurse. care of it, and then like you know used a lighter to sanitize everything. Wait, and so you lit the kid on fire? That's what I'm getting for. <laughs> so, and then I set the kid back on fire. Don't teach you to ask me to help you with it. Don't worry, Timmy. It's just going to burn for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So, wow, that's, uh, that's a lot of dedication as an instructor. It was on, that was, that was, I didn't think in the moment, it was just a matter of like, Oh, like, okay, it's done. You know, rather than, Oh, go to the nurse. And the nurse okay. is already dealing with like whatever else she's dealing with. Cause she's the nurse for the entire district. You know, were you going ghost? It's like Luigi's mansion out here. <laughs> you better give her lovin's. What are you doing? She just wants lovin's from you. He makes a bridge. Oh, I hijacked your intro. I'm sorry. No, man. that was good. Oh, those are two really solid scenes in our, you know, sitcom <laughs> or our movie. Man, we could also get the cockroach binder out of there too. Oh <laughs> no, that one's sad. We'll save that one for another episode. That one's sad. That's a bummer. Okay, so teacher life hacks. All right. So (laughs) when you're a teacher, there are times when you feel like you've got it mastered and then you find 
that one wonderful teacher hack that revolutionizes how you do business as a teacher. And sometimes we figure those things out on accident. Other times we find them from a masterful teacher, but most of the time it's probably just trial and error, lots of failing, doing it the wrong way until we figure out what works. So we're going to share some of our best teacher hacks that we have. Dibs. Ooh. Okay. Find your drinking buddies. Find your drinking drinking buddies. Yeah. It's a good life hack. No, really. Establish your tribe. And, uh, yeah, find find the people. It's like you need yeah. people who n- know who you're talking about when you ex- when you swap stories. Yeah, don't you be know? an island. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Good one. None of us do this alone. Um, I have a very instructional one that I started this year, and I'm so sad that I did not start this sooner. Um, so one of the things this year was that we had a really strong reading focus in my freshman class. So I really had to prioritize giving them time to read where I can like see them reading, observe whatever it is they're doing. And if you're an English teacher, I strongly encourage you to have your students read in class because it'll just give you an idea of like, if anybody's actually reading at all. Um, It's really nice to observe that. But what I did on Fridays was that they had a little bit of an extended reading time, let's say like 15 minutes total, um, because we're really working on building mental endurance first. And then they had um, a response that they had to write about that. And to write a good response would take most kids somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes. So at this point in time, we're 30 minutes into a 52 minute class period. So what we would do afterwards is we would have, quote unquote, coffee shop time. Right. Um, And that's supposed to be like, I would play music. They would kind of set goals for what they wanted to accomplish in the time period. And then they had time to work either on English things first was supposed to be the priority if they were missing things in my class. Um, But then also just in their other classes. Um, And we had this deal that we would continue to have this work time at the end of the day on Fridays, um, as long as they would continue to use it. And if it became, you know, like a zoo in the class, then we're done with this. Um, But my kids used it. They really, every time I tried to like get feedback about it, they really expressed that it was good for their mental health. Um, And then also for me, that was just like plan time, grading time where I was able to get so much stuff done in class, like during the school day um, in a way that I really haven't been able to do before. Um, So obviously that's really English specific, but if you, I think all content areas have like independent practice that could be happening. Um, And if you can think of ways to build that in for your students, it's also really beneficial for you because then you don't have to take all that home. It was really nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. So how much time did you give them? Like average? Um, it was the whole class period on Friday. Okay. So they had to read. They had to do the response. Those were like non-negotiable items. But then afterwards, as long as it took them to do that response, whatever time that remained was work time. To piggyback off of that a little bit. Um, before a quarter, like before the end of a quarter, when you have grades due, um, pick a movie, pick some independent work, pick something that can allow you time to catch up on your grading. Mm -hmm. Um, So something that I did this year was uh, we watched a movie and did like a film comparison and it was timed perfectly to when our third quarter grades were due or fourth quarter. Yeah. Third quarter grades were due. Um, And so while everybody else in my department was frantically scrambling to grade and get things done, I had already accomplish those things because my students were watching a movie. That is not to say 
Chloe show a movie uh, or show a trilogy. Was it Austin Powers two um, or three? <laughs> it actually was Joe Dirt this time. I really oh. wanted to broaden <laughs> their horizons. Diverse to right, right. Um, but and it was still educational. Um, it was actually the Truman Show. Um, but um, you know, pick something, and then they had independent work activities that they were doing with within that. Um, to give yourself a break. I think you need that sometimes. Um, obviously don't make it just busy work. Don't make it something that is not going to have, um, some sort of merit in your class, but you definitely need that. Um, something else that I think is a good teacher hack is if you are grading a paper and they're never going to be able to make any corrections on it, (laughs) don't waste your time leaving comments. There's no point in leaving comments, slap a rubric on there, give them their score and move on with your life. I fell into the trap for years and years and years of leaving lots of comments and giving really thorough feedback at the end on a like a final draft, let's say. And that's really pointless and it doesn't serve any purpose. And it was just for myself and it didn't serve the kids at all. Um, as opposed to a rubric or having conferencing time before the final draft is due. Again, that's kind of like an English specific thing, um, but it is really important to just read it. You've already probably have read it once. If you've been conferencing with them, you kind of already know what that end product is going to look like. Something else that I make my students do is I make them make a draft and then highlight in their final draft where they've made changes. So I can visually see very quickly the areas that I need to look at and read again, or um, if they've made any true improvements or not from one draft to the next. So that's something else just visually that I make my kids do is I make them highlight any changes that they make, which is a good. Listening to you, listening to you guys made me think of uh, whenever I was a history teacher and whenever I finally realized that they should be working more than I'm working in class. Snaps. Because at first, because I have no training in how to be a history teacher. So whenever I first got into a history classroom, I just did what all my history professors had done, which was stand at the front of the room and talk. And that's probably why I got C's and D's in all my history classes. But like, that's what I tried to do. And it was exhausting and the kids weren't into it and it sucked for everybody. But then I started finding ways to make them do something like they should be doing something, not just listening to me pontificate. That's not really a teacher hack or a life hack or anything. That's just more of be a better teacher. No, I think you're, I think it's a teacher hack. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is too. Cause I, I think that shifts if, if you don't have to, so standing in the front of the room, right. Is all time consuming. It is impossible to do anything else while you do that. Mm -hmm. So if you can shift to have more pockets of time, where you can do something else, um, even if it's not like administrative, like say you're not grading or like planning, um, but maybe you're working with students, like that serves your classroom better yeah. than just you mm-hmm. speaking extensively. Um, on a pragmatic side, something that made my life a lot better this year that I started in the second semester was I was one of those people where on Mondays I would make all of my lunches for the week Mm -hmm. um which like i hate 
doing. Um, I don't as for as beneficial as I know routines are like I hate putting myself in one. I um, mean, I hate like these tedious tasks that like for some reason your human status needs to function like it just drives me crazy. But um, doing it and not having to like make lunch the night before or like figure out what lunch would be um, was so much better, like actually really helpful for my sustainability in life. Ooh, bazinga on a clipboard. If you're ever using a clipboard. Also, side note. If you ever want to look like you're in charge at an event, carry a clipboard. Yeah. doesn't need to have anything on it. <laughs> doesn't need to have any relevant information on it. You just carry the clipboard and people will ask you questions. Anyways. Do you want them to ask you questions? No, no, no. no. I'm just like, you know, whenever you're like in doubt, like, oh, I am in charge of this event. But like, how do I look like I'm in charge? Right. Just, uh, just, just okay. carry a clipboard. Okay. Carry a clipboard. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe have a lanyard around your neck. I don't know. Um, Jingle some keys. No, at the bottom of your clipboard, keep a row of binder clips. I'm serious. Like that's come in so handy for me so many different times, especially if you have like multiple pieces of paper on that clipboard, mm -hmm. you can uh, put a piece of paper down and then like close one of the clips, like so that the, the tab like extends and then you can put the next paper on it and it's like, it keeps your papers, you know, like yeah. stratified oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, but there's been so many times where I'm like, ah, crap, I need a binder clip. And it's like right there on my clipboard. Bazinga. I do a lot of trips as a band director. So like I always have a clipboard with like my attendance on it and, you know, and details for the day. So it just, that was just one of those things. A good one. Yeah. Well, it's one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been out of it for two years out of teaching. Um, and I hear that maybe some younger teachers, like they just want to put in their time and that they're not necessarily bought into the whole like do extra stuff oh with, the minimal teaching or what is it called yeah quiet uh, quitting no not quiet that same narrative yeah. yeah yeah um i think being seen in terms of if students are doing things outside the classroom whether it's athletics um other clubs activities as much as your time is precious make a point to go to those things um, maybe it's a set of kids or one kid in particular that you struggle with building a relationship with or, or breaking through just attending something that they're going through and showing an interest gives you a point to connect with them later on and doesn't even have to be the whole game, right? Like yeah. literally you just show up long enough for them to see that you were sitting there in the crowd yeah. and then you can like skedaddle and that, and that's okay. Like, you know, you have a life like, if you got to go, you got to go, but right. just being involved in those things really, I think makes your life easier as a teacher because those students and families see that, you know, you're giving up your time, mm -hmm. um, to experience something that their, their child is in. But at the same time, like being seen, like go to school board meetings, yeah, F find out what's going on. If you don't like it, like you have the ability to get involved in things and try to create change. That doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time. It doesn't mean that um, bad policy or bad decisions aren't going to happen, but at least you can be there and be informed and look at the processes and see who's making the decisions and figuring out the rationale. Um, just be seen, go to those things, show that you're willing to invest in the school and community and in your profession. And that makes a difference. Especially also, if the kids bring it up. Mm -hmm. If the kids oh, yeah. are like, Hey, we're coming to my baseball game. Yeah. It's like, 
Okay. Also on the um, involvement side of things, we tell kids all of the time, like if you're feeling disenfranchised from school, um, try something new, like try to join an activity. Like there's a lot of joy in that. And I think um, the times that I've had the most fun, though might've also been the most tired, um, was when I was really like heavily involved as a teacher yeah. and um, was like present at their games and running my activities. And th- I mean, that does come with some sacrifices, but I did, I was like fully immersed in the community. I knew all their parents. Like it was a very easy like going about my day-to-day life as a teacher because you already have those really strong ties and bonds. It was very true. Yeah. I don't know that it's a hack, though. <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> Other hack. Jolly ranchers, they will kill um, yeah. their best friend for a jolly. Uh-huh. Um, so give them jollies. And give them jollies. Sometimes I would just give them jollies just because. And not always just for the right answer or just for, um, you know, maybe I was like, hey, you have a nice hair today. Here's a jolly. Like just spur of the moment, right. random times um, so that they never quite knew when a, they would get one, which was kind of nice. Um, <laughs> it makes me feel like they're like, um, like lab mice. <laughs> and you're like, will it push the button now for the reward? <laughs> and and if they were allowed to put stickers on their computers, mm. I was a big sticker person. Mm-hmm. I have lots and lots of really cool stickers. Uh, and I'm kind of sad because at our current school, they cannot put them on their computers at all. Yeah. Um, big time bummer. I also put a banana cat on my laptop, but I took it off because we got new computers, but I was the <laughs> rebel and I put one on mine because I wanted to make sure I knew that that <laughs> banana cat laptop was mine. Um, but that's my big hack, I think, is like, yeah, you shouldn't reward kids. That shouldn't be why they're getting, you know, this. They should be intrinsically motivated, right? But who doesn't but like... they're not. Right. right. Who doesn't like a piece of candy or a sticker? And it doesn't have... Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't have to be because you got the right answer. It can simply be because you're in my room today. There's a reason, like, those token economies work. Like, if you look right. at PBS, like, positive behavior supports, and using token economies... Um, they can be effective when used with other strategies and getting students to move like from that token reward system to then giving like social rewards, you know. But we realize a lot of students reach high school and they're not developing at the same rate or same manner as everybody else. And they still want to like kids are hungry and they like things that, things that make them feel special. So tokens can be really effective, but it, that shouldn't be your only thing. But man, right. what a great tool to have. Right. Um, get yourself a little bike horn when your kids are being loud. I hide it in my desk and I honk it whenever they're loud because it's a weird noise that they mm-hmm. don't expect. And it instantly makes my room quiet. I need it to be quiet or they'll laugh or whatever if it's, you know, Um, but that's like a good attention getter because obviously we're in high school. I don't do the one, two, three eyes on me or anything like that. I guess I could put a bubble in it. I I mean, I definitely could, um, but I just found a simple bike horn and I just literally, I hide it in my desk so they don't even know what it is or like a rubber chicken or whatever. You find something that reminds me of Eric talking about like the OODA loop and like trying to break out of OODA loop. Like you need that stimulus that's so strange that gets you out of that um buy yourself some like christmas light or like 
lights that you can put around in your room. If you're allowed at your district, um, you want to make sure that like, that's an okay thing to have. You want to always check on, on that kind of stuff. Um, but a good teacher hack for me is that I turn those on quite a bit as opposed to the fluorescent lights. My kids like my room better because I've made it a more comfortable environment. I like my room better because it feels a little more homey. I have a lamp by my desk. So if it feels like it's a little too dark, I can turn the lamp on. Um, I have the color changing ones so I can change like the brightness or whatever on my lights. And they were, I don't know, maybe 20 bucks and they fill my entire room. So just like little investments like that. Um, Life hack, don't bring anything that you care about um, in your room. (laughs) So true. It it will walk away. Um, and that's just the nature of working. It's not always students. No, it's, it's not. It's truly not. I still need to retune my kalimba. Yeah. How dare they? Freaking. Somehow. I don't even know how they do it. Anyways. But yeah. So, you know, just, um, but, but it's okay to bring in your personality into your room, make it your space, but definitely be aware that like, if stuff will grow legs, it will. Um, and that's just kind of the nature of the beast that you're or not even, with. not even that it gets taken, but like something will happen to right. it. Yeah. It could get broken. Yes. It could just, you just could get bumped. Somebody could just like handle it in a way that you don't like. Right. Like it's just, so if you have stuff that you care sorry. about, so I had it. these two small whiteboards that I had students who had graduated a long time ago. They had written kind of like things that were very memorable to me. And one school year, the custodial staff kind of got really upset with, with me. Just my room was crazy. Like with all the leadership stuff, you, there was just lots of things in and out. It would, there would be glitter. It probably wasn't the <laughs> easiest classroom <laughs> to clean up. And we were there all the time. There, were, there was one that was like this terrible sketch of a like unicorn pony called Sparklore that uh, a student had drawn Thomas Persinger and it was like this whole inside joke. I don't even remember all of it, but it was nice just to have that up on the wall. And the other one was actually from a sister and it was, um, raisins look like old men or something like, oh, I, mean, I, just remember some, that. I remember that. something just so random, but it was just like, it, it, it was easy to take me back to like a group of kids and it was a way to like honor them. And it was like inside joke and stuff. Yeah. And the, like that group of custodians took those down. Like they'd been up there for years. They took something down off your wall? Like, and, and erased them. Like, they, and they had been up there probably eight years. I was say, I remember those being yeah. up in your yeah. room. I was like, oh my God. That room, I had a, I had a whiteboard in my office that uh, had writing on it from literally the day before shutdown. Um, like they're, they're, yeah. we were going over stuff in my psychology class and the students were like writing on the board, like taking notes, but like just doing it on the board for themselves. Cause there's only three kids in that class and they, that stayed up. Sorry. I don't, you just reminded yeah. me of that. And, uh, a kid, like as we were cleaning up the band room before I had to leave for the last time. Um, and they erased it all and it made me feel really weird. And I was yeah. like, Oh, weird. Cause that like that, because the notes were incomplete. You know, yeah. and so like every day that I walked into my office, it was like this weird, subtle reminder of like who had been there and what we right. had been through and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Was- well, I also on 
I had two really long whiteboards in my classroom, and one of them I had a section that was dedicated to one student and how many times she cried her senior year. Uh, <laughs> miss her. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the sad thing is, like, she graduated during COVID. Yeah. So that was really kind of an incomplete list, but we kept it up the whole next year. Is like, I think a lot of us were dealing with, um, various traumas if you will mm -hmm. from covid and we didn't really get to do a, a goodbye or like wrap up with the, that group of seniors and we kept it up and um it stayed the whole time thankfully like i had talked to the custodians and like i know this may look like nothing but we really want to keep this section here until i leave and so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um I think that though is like so kind of lends to the idea of a hack where like if there is a space in your room that you can dedicate for students to mm. personalize like kids yeah. love that kids love writing on the board yeah um amanda can testify like any day that you come into my room there's a bunch of really weird drawings not like disturbing but they're definitely weird <laughs> um and like i don't erase them they kind of have like a life of their own there's like a space on the board where the kids know i'm not gonna erase it if they write there um and that's just like something that they enjoy and it costs you nothing right. and makes them happier which makes your space happier <laughs> or like i have really strong room boundaries all my students know they're not allowed to come behind my desk unless they're invited. Um, and I had two whiteboards that I hung behind my desk and kids would ask like, Hey, could I write something on your whiteboard? And it cost me nothing to say yes. And then they get that like special reward mm -hmm. of coming into the, this special space and also getting to write on the board, which they love. So like little spaces like that where students can personalize, um, it's like a small thing to make your life easier. And really, like, let's let's take that thread and keep going with it. Mm -hmm. Like a, a hack for a, a, an entire building. Like we know students may not always love every day in school, but they're there for four years. Yeah. And some of them want to do something at their school, like personalize it that stays beyond them. Like give students a chance to what? decorate something in the school, whether it's a, a brick or a ceiling tile or right. part of a wall. Like we know like let those them things. Paint the walls. Right. Let them let paint them, the let walls. Them, yeah. This Seriously. space is ugly already. Like why does right. it need like, to be institutional so beige? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like well, so right. and I'm sure you guys probably heard it from like elementary school teachers when they would come over to the high school and they're like, it's so depressing here. And I'm like, it, it is. No, like, it we is. Agree. Right. Like, we agree. We right. agree. We wish we could paint the walls like right. you all do, but yeah. for some reason, we can't. No we fun can't. in high school. It's not yeah. allowed. For no reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Anyways. think we have a, I don't think at our school we have like an art space. No, but I feel like everything was just so much more relaxed that it's not really, like if kids wanted to do that, I'm I sure they, they could. could. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think it'd be accepted. Yep. I think so too. Um, um, teacher hack, don't let your kids borrow your scissors. You'll never get them back or they'll cut each other's hair or other things. I don't, they, they're, they're a bit like kindergartners. I think where if you're not supervising them, they oh. will get into things that you do not want them to get into. Um, so I always kept my scissors in my, uh, desk drawer, yeah. like my good, nice scissors. Yep. Um, and then if they wanted to borrow them, I would hand them. And if we weren't doing something that would involve scissors, I would ask them, what are you using this yeah. for? And if they'd go, uh, no, uh, then I wouldn't hand them. 
Same thing with tape and the stapler, because otherwise they will make it into a staple gun or they will just tape, make a tape ball or whatever, um, just because they, they want to. So you said, you said kindergartners, but I did that in fifth grade. I just wanted to put that oh, out I'm there. sorry. Um, <laughs> or like glue their hands or whatever. So like I have um, a closet space that is arts and crafty stuff. So it has construction paper, markers, colored pencils, all that kind of stuff. And my students knew like they could just go into that closet and get that kind of stuff out when it was appropriate. Um, but like scissors and tape and stapler, they had to ask me for mm-hmm. um, because they were not responsible enough to handle that. Mm-hmm. I would keep extra pencils and pens and paper in there. But once I was out, I was out. And that was kind of my, my, my motto too. My classroom ran out of scotch tape in February this year. Did we use that much scotch tape for literally anything I wanted? No. <laughs> and then they'd be like, why don't you have more tape? And I'd be like, because of you. Right. And I think that's we don't a big, need it. I think that's a big like life hack life lesson is you do not have to make the supplies. You do not have to provide those supplies as a teacher. Please, please, please know that, especially if you're a first year teacher, that that should not be coming out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it's used up, that you can ask the school to pur- purchase it or you're just out of it and students can provide it for themselves. Um, if if they have the means or whatever, somebody in your class will have something that other students can use. Um, Teacher hack, ask for forgiveness, not permission. That's just like a life hack. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. But, but truly like don't spend your money on stuff unless you want it. Like it's, if it's for you, like you want that. But pink keep sparkly, it, it's yours. Don't give it, it to the school. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> keep yeah. it. It's yours. Also your intellectual property. Um, if you are leaving the district or changing districts or something like that, please make sure you always take your stuff with you. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Can we address this? Mm. Yes. The actual hack there is that anything that you make instructionally, you do not make on a school device, which I I can't say I've ever done this, so I'm not following the hack, but you <sighs> don't make it on a school device and you don't make it from your school email or in your school drive. Because as soon as you do those things, whether you want it to be or not, it is that school's intellectual property, like legally. Um, but if you make it in your own space, like, and you're not using their resources, it is yours. Um, so that's just like, like a pro tip for. So question mm-hmm. on that. So let's say I create some new way to teach a math something mm-hmm. on my own computer. Two plus two is five. That's right. Whoa, <laughs> crazy. Um, but I need to print that. So I need to use the school's device. I mean, if it's not, I didn't use it the school's device to create it or, uh-huh. or document it, but I have to use it to, to print it or to administer. It. Yeah. 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 Um, to my understanding, that would be fine. Okay. It's like really the space and the time in which those right. items are created. Don't create it on school time and expect it to be yours. Like you could probably get away with it, but well, and it, it depends on the district that you're in, like the the district where your children go. Um, this was like a big contentious thing because they're practical arts teachers, like the people who did like wood shop, metal shop, mm-hmm. wrote this very like comprehensive curriculum. Um, I think it was that subject area, which then the district packaged and sold and pocketed the money for. And like those teachers didn't get the money. Because they made it on school time with school resources at the impetus of the school. Um, And the school gets to retain all rights to that, even though 
like the the district as a whole are not the ones that that developed that curriculum. It was those individual, like let's say four teachers who did everything. Which is interesting because now with like teacher pay teachers and the caveat with that, mm-hmm. um, they could not get a profit from that from like putting it on teachers pay teachers well, without it. They sold it like to other districts. Yeah. Districts, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like. Say as a side hustle yeah. this summer, you wanted to take all of your curriculum, package it real cute, put some cute clip art on it, and then put it on Teachers Pay Teachers, which is what lots of teachers do mm-hmm. to the tune of like millions, right? Um, and turn that into your side hustle. Couldn't a school come back and say, you cannot be making money off of these lesson plans? They could if they noticed. Right. I, I yeah. yeah. It would, of course, it would depend upon. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was even a thing. Um, I remember reading some stuff about 3D printing because now lots of school districts have mm-hmm. their own 3D mm-hmm. printer that they teach students how to use. And there's all this really great innovation and progress and potential that is coming out of those 3D printers um, that technically their students or teachers created. But like if we want to sell one of those items, if we want to patent one of those items that it's going to go back to the district. It's not going to go to those individuals who made it. So just like be aware of those things. So here's just maybe a grim take on it. Um, Let's say a district finds out you're selling something on teachers, pay teachers. Is that grounds for any type of termination? Oh, I mean, depends on your administration. Who's who's throwing the book at you? Well, I bet it depends also on how much money or notoriety you're getting. You know, say you're, you have a TikTok and it blows up and you're now Mm. making $5,000 a month off of one teachers based teachers bundle or something like that. That would, I I bet you that would probably Mm. be an issue. Well, it also depends on your state. Like in Missouri, you can get let go for anything um, really that, that they don't like. So it just depends on probably your area. So teacher hack there is make your own stuff on your own computer on your Which, own time. To be clear, never once. Like <laughs> I've never once done that for myself, but I've also not tried to like package and sell anything. Right. So you have to be able to afford your own computer. Yes. Yeah. Um, that that is true. I don't <laughs> That's own That's literally own. my life right now. Yeah, I don't hey, own my own device. We have one. You have one that you can you uh <laughs> let's see other teacher hacks that you would say oh i got again. one yes Ooh. find your tribe oh. get your drinking buddies <laughs> oh wait did i i already said that. <laughs> he hot, tells the jokes he yeah. tells the joke. hot take hot take don't be an with the naughty word yeah, yeah. but for real so teen like whether it's a teenager or a little kid they're they're there to learn they're not perfect and yes they can do things that are malicious but you're an adult (laughs) and i realize none of us are perfect and we make mistakes and it's easy to get caught up when some teenagers pushing your buttons but just you know try to be the better person even if it's day after day like there's probably a reason that kid is the way they are right like maybe you can Come together with your colleagues, your tribe, and and try and <laughs> like help that kid. Maybe it's a deep rooted issue, um, but let's not take school so seriously. Like it's it, a it, good tip. If it's not fun, kids aren't going to come. Right? Like, what's the point? Like, why would you? Why would you show up day after day to be yelled at and ridiculed? Well, and as the people with the the 
default power in the room. Like it kind of depends on your mojo, how much power you actually have. Right. But there's like an assumed sense of authority. Um, you get to decide what you escalate. And like anything that you escalate is probably not going to be in a positive manner. Like it's not going to resolve super positively. And that's not to say you never escalate anything, um, but you get to decide what is worthy of like, no, this is a big deal and we're going to make this a big deal Choose your versus yeah. What is not actually and right. like can be completely fine. Yep. We had a colleague that was like, had a hard line about hats. Uh. I never understood that. Like it's a hat. Like you, if it's that big a deal, Hey, can you take your hat off, please? You know, and just do you mind to like, do that? But it was like such a hard line. Like it would turn into a fight and there's yelling. I, I just. Silly. I, it's silly. You know? If you're an administrator, please know that kids are going to wear oh hats God. and it's going to be okay. And it's, and you know, sometimes kids wear hats because they're self-conscious about mm. maybe a haircut that happened that they didn't like, or they could be, um, maybe going through some personal hygiene issues. Maybe they didn't get to take a shower that day. Please let students just wear hats or hoods just, or whatever. It is totally fine. It's not hurting anything. Also, our, like, why can't we wear hats? Right. That's, At our current district, all of the kids can wear their yeah. hats. And it's it's it makes a world of difference for their, like, their behavior and their want to be there. Just because they're not being yelled at in the lunch line or when right. they walk in the door. I don't can a student that. cover their face with their hat? Can they take their hoodie and like cinch it closed to where you can't see their face? Is that allowed? Um, I think. So. I mean, I've not ever yeah. had a right, student right. Do, like, like that's sure. The, I think that's usually the argument that I hear. Like we have to know who students are. I'm but like, but also to that same but effect, you know who wears the same right. exact hat every right. single right. day. I'm like, just like stinky, <laughs> stinky Bob. I know who he is from 50 <laughs> feet away. Like I can smell him. He's right there. If he's wearing his hat, that's fine. Like it to me, it's always painted as though it's like. A Halloween mask. I'm like, no, right. it's hats. No, it's, yeah, hats, hats. It's, or shouldn't be a big deal. Oh, right. We got to see their face. I'm like, who's wearing hats over <laughs> their, their face? I, is this you, don't, a, you don't just do put it on like that way. Fencing masks. <laughs> right. Better no. Like, I just can't. I can't stand hypocrisy because, like, in in my most recent district, as highly as I've spoken of them, this was always a battle that they decided to fight. Where it's like, no hats in school. No hats in school. Like they are adamant about yeah. it. But the same people who are always screaming about, take your hat off in the hallway, take your hat off, take your hat off, will wear their hat all day long on a teacher work day. <laughs> they will just leave their ball cap on and not even, and not just that, but like, okay, another teacher consistently, but this person was never on kids about their hats. Like also did not, he was like me, did not care that they were wearing yeah. a hat. Um, he would wear his hat just every single day through the entire school day, everywhere he went and nobody said anything to him about right, it. Right. But like, we got to be just like making it so unpleasant for the students for seemingly no reason other than to say that the dress code is not sexually biased because that was like a whole thing where it's like, no, our, our dress code very much so is, is slanted against um, students who dress uh, in the, in the female idiom. You know what I mean? Right. As are basically all dress codes. Right. 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 And, but then right. the principal would come back with, no, actually the most common dress code infraction that I get on to kids about is take your hat off, take your hat off. 
So like, like there's why? no other why reason. Why can't we wear hats? Literally, the only reason I, I can think that it's it. in the dress code is so that we can say, no, most infractions are taking your hat off, not uh, your shorts are too short. short. Yeah, or, or uh, you're wearing a yeah. tank top. Right. That's not okay. Right. right. You Ridiculous. Know? Unless it's at a basketball game, and then you can. Oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously, if 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 they're cheerleaders, obviously that's a completely different. Sorry. Um, dear listener, if you know why you can't wear hats in a building and it's like an actual reason, please send it to us. An actual reason. Actual I'm, reason. Yeah. I've also heard, well, you know, it's a sign of respect. But, but it's, it's the military. But then it's like, well, okay, if we're going to. Oh, so we're raising them in the military now. Fascist state. <laughs> but if we're going to go that direction, that applies to everyone. Right. right. Not just students. Right. right. That means. That's all teachers. That's yeah. all like maintenance and custodial staff. Oh my gosh. Also, the custodial staff never had a hat off. Also right. like you can't pick and choose. Mm, this is my thing with people who follow certain rule books. You can't pick and choose like what rules you want to follow. So like, Oh, if in the military you take your hat off, well, you're also not allowed to have facial hair. So any adults in the <laughs> building, I guess is shaving their beard. Cause like you can't have any of that either. Or like you have to slick your hair back. And I just, I just hate everybody. It's fine. Okay, so teacher hack there is wear your uh, hat. Wear your hat. <laughs> yeah. Fight power. Stick it to the man. Also, this is just shady and not relevant at all. But like maybe if you know the first and last name of all your students and their parents' names and their parents' parents' names, like maybe they really don't need to have an ID. Like maybe uh, we yeah. maybe we we could figure that out and like it could be fine. And we wouldn't have to fight everybody every day right. and make it miserable. Yeah. Right. Why yell at a kid for a in a community of, of like three hundred people? Yeah. Right. Like you right. know who they are. It'll be okay. Teacher hack. Make school fun. Yeah. It's fun for you too. Like if, right. if oh yeah. Chances are, if you're having a good time, other people are having a good time, and everything's nicer. <laughs> Let's Anybody see. have any actual tips? <laughs> <laughs> Binders on your clipboard. <laughs> hey, the, I mean that could be nice. Yeah, I've never tried it. Yeah. Other actual tips. Um, on your pencils, you could tape spoons to the top of them or make them weird on top so that you can get them back and you know who is borrowing a pencil and when they have it because it has something weird on top. For real, my first couple of years, my sister made my pencils or my pens into those like flower pens and I always had pens in my room and they always came back and for some reason we stopped doing that probably because she moved um and then I never had pens anymore right so if you can find even I'm serious like what I used to do at the at a restaurant I worked at was tape spoons to the top of the pin um because it's it's very noticeable and it's something that like okay clearly you borrowed a pen or whatever and give it back back of the door shoe organizers awesome for so many reasons yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, i was like for calculators what? phones calculators or phones or no uh, like water bottles or, mm -hmm. or yeah. uh, you can use it as a lost and found and kids like have to look at it as they walk through the door Ooh, because I it's like, like hanging yeah. on the door and like hey i found this jacket and i just like stuffed it haphazardly i was into like my how did that fit in the thing <laughs> no, it's stuffed haphazardly. So kids are like, what is this in my face? Oh, it's a, ja oh, that's my jacket. And then they grab it and they take it, you know, or uh, I had trash bags and uh, cleaning rags or erase. Yeah. Like literally you can put whatever you want in those shoe organizers. So uh, hang one of those on your door. It's awesome. Teacher hack. Also 
have hand sanitizer for you and for your students. I get the smell good kind from Bath and Body Works. Um, it kind of smells like tequila. No, Bath and Body <laughs> Works. Do I have asthma? Um, they can <laughs> suck a fart. <laughs> they die. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that expression before. Have you not? They can suck a, suck a fart with their asthma. They need to toughen up is what they need to do. Um, but for but real. It's always Miss um, Wood's room. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, yes, indeed, it was. That's always. a deep cut for yes. anybody who's listening. Yes. A deep cut. Exactly. I would have the windows open, and then I'd have the windows closed. Yeah. Who? I truly. You. You know what we thought it was? My lotion that I used. That was. The, so then it was stop using that body wash. Stop using that okay. lotion. I'll <laughs> just like, stop bathing. I'll just stop bathing. Was really what yeah. I thought was. I'll just stop being in this room. Right, like how about? I think it might have just been my room, you know, but <laughs> but yeah, hand sanitizer and offer it to your kids, or you know, like have it in a space where they have access to it as well, um, because it smells nice, and then their hands are clean, and clean hands are free of germs, which is nice. Converse teacher hack: Don't ever buy hand sanitizer for yourself or your children. But know that one of your colleagues has it. <laughs> when kids complain that there's not any in your room, be like, maybe this other teacher is better than me. You should probably go ask her for some. <laughs> or, or Febreze, because that was the other thing that I would lend uh, yes. quite a bit nice. out to other teachers. Because if my room smelled bad, you bet your britches some Febreze was coming out. See, as a mostly freshman teacher, I just was like, you know, it's going to smell bad in here. <laughs> like, there's no hope. Here's a behavioral teacher hack. Let, let students make fun of you. Encourage it. Yeah. Let them poke fun at you and then you can poke fun at them in, in like a safe way where there's some boundaries, obviously. <laughs> but I think it's important for students to know that you can make mistakes that you are fallible as a human being <laughs> and, and rejoice in that fact. That's a good one. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just imagining a, a meltdown situation. It's like, um, Haha, Mr. Conklin, you're bald. And you're like, yeah, well, see. you're adopted. Sorry, sorry. It's in a She said in a safe and comfortable way. So, <laughs> students used to make fun of my hairline all the time. And <laughs> I think it may have been right before COVID lockdown. Um, my birthday is March 12. And a group of students got a bunch of stuff for me for my birthday. Like um, Sarah Marufo, shout out, made me a Trace Leches cake. Oh, the honor. Know, like it was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That was an amazing gift. But, but her like, like she got me a, a real physical gift other than that. It was a comb, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I still have it to this day. And that's like, so awesome. Yeah, there's a it whole doesn't get of... used, but it is there. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any other good teacher hacks other than um, what's the one, the best one, Eric? Oh, find your uh, find your drinking buddies. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. Oh, really? That's so insightful and new. new I hear alcoholism is rampant in the profession. I hear it's um, rampant in adults. 
What is everybody trying to escape? <laughs> well, I'm sure that there's Jacob. No? Oh. I'm sure there's Eric. <laughs> Whoa, okay. You raised your hand, so I didn't know. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm Mr. Shrantz. Yeah, can can yeah. I go to the bathroom? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Mr. Shrantz, my tooth is loose. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I got my tooth. Oh, man. I'm sure that there's better hacks out there. Hey, I think I have a leech. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Will you look at this? <laughs> T-shirt hey. <laughs> Teacher heck, if if a student ever says, Will you come here and take a look at this? The no, answer is no. no. The answer is absolutely no, oh, Billy. Don't let them show you anything off their phone. You don't want to see oh, yeah. anything. If they ever say, Hey, you want to see this cool video? No. You don't. You don't. You don't ever want to see the cool video, cool picture, yeah. whatever it is off their phone, you don't want to see Especially it. Especially I feel like once you look at somebody's phone, you're just like trapped there <laughs> while they like do whatever it is yes. that they're gonna do. Like, it's, no. it's horrifying. You don't want it. You don't want it. You want no part Ooh. of that. Life life tips. You can't always eat at everybody's house. You can't eat at everybody's house. Are you going to cry? Is this one of those kind of laughs? Are you going to cry? You are. You are so going to sit here and cry. Normally it happens when somebody's vomiting. He laughs? It laughs until he cries. When Eric someone pukes? loves a vomit joke. He mm. loves a vomit That's joke. That's so gross. You're nasty. You pick off people's ticks. And they he loves their teeth. I didn't know. Not your tick. I didn't know about <laughs> It was a tick. I man. didn't know about this leech joke genre <laughs> as being a, a personal favorite. Like, this kid is get a leech. And he got all the way to school with it. Like what? Wait, what? You had a kid with a leech? No, Jacob <laughs> was and Jacob I just the hypothetical. <laughs> right. The hypothetical. Oh. What's like the next step of like after oh, tick? After tick yeah, is like sucking parasite. Yes, yeah. and oh I see. I understand now. That's disgusting. Ooh. Um, hey, let's say that you're like in the classroom. It might not sound like we have a lot of experience and knowledge, but we do. So like if you need help with something, please contact us. Um, and we'll be happy to talk about it. Also, yeah. if you feel like we need help with something, like give me your hacks. No, yeah. I didn't ask for feedback. I don't want it. <laughs> she's a, she's an administration she now. She did send out the invite if you want a beer drinking buddy. <laughs> Call my husband. He yep. needs friends. Or if you no. have a leech. <laughs> He's a man of many talents. He does a lot of things. All right, teacher Hex, we out. Another one. Another one. Thanks for listening to Where the Whiteboards Are. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can re- reach us at WTWA at 277media.com. The opinions expressed in our podcast are that of the individuals and do not represent the opinions of their employers, school districts, or communities in which they work.